Hello, hello, and happy Sunday. So today is an impromptu recording. Um, I actually had an audio that did not render well. When I listened back to it, it was actually an interview. So hopefully I'll be able to re-record that interview and get it to you um, soon. But since I needed a new episode, I thought I would drop in with my thoughts on a topic that has just been kind of stirring around in my head for a while now. And um, it's really you know, what is the, where is the balance between being, you know, 100% committed to what you want to create for your health, you know, whether that's weight loss, whether that's being consistent with your eating habits, where is that balance point? Or another way to put this is like, where do you draw the line with between underdoing and overdoing? Like, where is that balance? Where is that line? And, you know, for, man, I maybe maybe many of you can relate to this, um, but since I was in high school, really, maybe even before that, I mean, the, the patterns that we demonstrate as adults, they didn't start typically as adults. Usually they started very early on from something that we learned, um, in our childhood. And so who knows how long this has been going on or where it came from. But the first time I remember it was in high school where I just would run myself ragged <laughs> trying to accomplish any goal. I mean, it could be preparing for um, a performance because I was a musician. It could have been preparing for a test it could have been getting a project done. I mean, you know, fulfilling my duties on one of the many after school commitments that I had been a part of. I would go back and forth and oscillate between either procrastinating for long, long periods of time and really just seemingly feeling paralyzed in inaction. And then on the other side of that, on the flip side of that coin, I would just be going all in, you know, hardcore, like going, going, going. Then I would run, I would wear myself out. And I feel like I did this for years until it led to just feeling burned out. And I, you know, I see this happening with people when it comes to their eating and with their weight loss. And so maybe you can relate to this. And I know I certainly can. I mean, that really is just a description of the entire cycle that you probably recognize when I describe this, which is, you know, making a commitment and deciding, you know what, I am going to change like enough is enough that's it. I'm going to lose this weight once and for all. Um, you know, this year is the year I'm going to change. I'm going to start on Monday, you know, whatever that commitment is that you make to yourself, that resolution. And you are genuinely sincere in that moment. You think, you know, I am 
sick and tired of being sick and tired. I am ready to change and I'm going to do this, you know? And if you are like many of the people who I connect with, um, in, you know, my programs, um, you might feel very confused as to why you cannot seem to make it happen because you probably have already achieved a lot of success in other areas of your life. You know, maybe you have a successful business. Maybe you have a successful relationship, you know? Um, So maybe you've seen that you are capable of sticking to a goal and creating new habits or creating positive outcomes. But when it comes to your weight, maybe this is an issue that you haven't been able to fix yet. So what I hope to do in this episode is to talk a little bit about some of the concepts and apply them back to, you know, the topic that we tackle here on the podcast about, you know, healthy eating habits, health, and really just overall emotional and physical well-being. So I started off by saying, you know, where is that balance? Where is the balance between being 100% committed and relentless about what you want to achieve and also being kind to yourself, being loving and compassionate to yourself. And you may find that difficult to do when it comes to your eating. And, you know, I can relate to this. Um, I really struggled for a long time to understand how does it even feel to be able to relax and not constantly be hypervigilant about every bite that I'm eating, but at the same time, truly be all in on creating the health results that I wanted. And so the first thing that I want to reveal that I've discovered and that my students have discovered is that, you know, it all comes down to what you actually invest your energy in. So, you know, it's not a matter of being relentless about eating perfectly, for example, but it is a matter of being relentless about reprogramming your self-image. In other words, how you see yourself as an eater. And you'll probably realize as you think about this, that this is true in many, many areas. How you see yourself will determine what results you create. And, you know, this goes to any topic as well. You know, how you see being organized. Do you see it as easy or do you see it as hard? And no matter what, you just can't stay organized. And that will show, that will demonstrate how, what your organization looks like. 
And so it's the same thing when it comes to our eating habits and health. So, you know, when you are feeling overwhelmed about doing the things that are required to create the health and well-being that you desire, ask yourself, where are you spending the majority of your focus? Where is the majority of your thoughts? Where are the majority uh, is of your energy? You know, what are you paying the most attention to? And it might seem like you should spend more and more attention and focus on getting your food in order, right? But that is one of the biggest mistakes that I see so many people make. And I can say that because I made the same mistake myself for a long time. You know, I used to spend so much of my effort and energy and focus on what should I be eating? Trying to figure out like how I should be eating. How do I make sure that I am only eating X amount of calories or, you know, my macros or my whole or getting whole foods and how do I stop, um, you know, consuming as much junk food? How can I, you know, make healthy substitutes? How can I switch out my, you know, my chips for baked chips? <laughs> I laugh at, at that um, now, knowing what I know, but, and you know, what I just said right there, knowing what I know. And that's the thing. It's become such a, it's become such a hindrance, a, I cannot think, there's a word that I'm looking for right now, but we've become so inundated with information about eating, you know, since this industry, um, since diet, you know, and nutrition and all of that blew up starting around probably the 70s. Um, and now the information age, the explosion of information that's out there, we get to this point where we feel like, okay, I've now, like, I've heard everything. I know so much but why can't I translate this into real results? And if that's something that you are experiencing, like say if you have, you know, lost and regained the same 50 pounds multiple times now, say five or more, and right now you're finding yourself at your highest weight and maybe you, you're you just baffled and you just can't believe that you're at this weight now um, you never thought you'd be here. Well, it's not your fault. <laughs> you know, there is so much information and knowledge and we have more information and we have more knowledge about food, about what health really is, about how to eat healthy, nutrition, um, all of these things. We have more data than we've ever had and yet, and I can speak for in the West because I, I, I'm in the West and I know that 
information a little bit better. I know the data and the statistics a little bit better. We're more obese than ever in history. So it stands to reason that it's not a matter of knowing the right things because if you ask anyone with just a baseline of education, you know, you ha- you show them a salad in one hand and a burger and fries in the other hand, you ask them which one is the healthy option. Nine times out of 10, I'm sure that, you know, most people will choose the salad because they know that green tends to be the more nutrient dense option. Now they might not put it in those terms and I'm not even going to begin to get into how, you know, this whole discussion about um, things like food moralization and all of that. I discuss all of that in different episodes. And so, you know, um, I'm not going to go into that argument right now because it would miss the point of what I'm saying, which is that people know how to eat healthy. The question is, can you apply the knowledge that you have consistently over a long period of time, preferably the entirety of your life? Because you already know this. I mean, it's obvious (laughs) you're going to be eating forever until you're in the ground. So what stops us from really being able to translate that knowledge into permanent behavior change? That's really the only question that needs to be answered at this stage in the game. It's not about information. It's not about knowing what to do. It's about being a person who is actively putting those that knowledge into action. It's about implementation. It's about integration. And so, you know, this is why what I work with my students around is exactly that. It's about embodying the knowledge. And, you know, some people make the mistake of thinking that what it really boils down to, and this is not incorrect, but there is a nuance to it, thinking that it only boils down to just building the proper habits. But again, that misses the point. You know, are you the kind of person who can build the habits that you want to build? You have to be that kind of person before you can even begin to start doing the things that you want to do. And so I'm going to come back to something that I started talking about five, 10 minutes ago, which is what is your self image? How do you see yourself? What is your beliefs about yourself as an eater, as someone who can build the habits of, of being a healthy eater? 
what are your thoughts about that? What are your feelings about that? Because that's going to inform how you approach the actions that you need to take in order to create that um, that healthy relationship with food and as a byproduct of that, the weight loss that you desire. And, you know, we've been conditioned to work backwards. And, I, you know, I, I'm so passionate about this because I remember feeling so frustrated when I would, I would look around and I would say, how did that person do it? How did they do it? You know, how did they just drop 50, 60, 100 pounds and haven't gained it back? Like, how did they do that? And it used to seem so elusive to me. You know, I, I remember just yeah, feeling confused and frustrated and overwhelmed and despondent, hopeless, like all of those feelings that you can imagine. And so when I discovered that I was working backwards, I knew that I I had to find a way to share it with other people because I didn't want anybody else to have to go through that feeling of complete hopelessness and feeling like you're behind and feeling like, you know, you're less than. Um, feeling that sense of unworthiness. Um, the truth is that none of this has anything to do with your worthiness, you know? The only difference between you and someone who has successfully lost weight is the person who successfully lost weight understood that they needed to change their paradigm. They needed to become a new person. They needed to become the kind of person who they saw themselves being when they had that result and they needed to start from from right now. And, you know, when you realize that, when you put things in their proper order, let me say it that way, when you start to put things in their proper order and you stop chasing, you know, the perfect diet or the perfect exercise regimen or the perfect system to change your habits, when you stop chasing all of those things and start putting all of your focus and attention on how do I become that person who already has the 50 pound weight loss, the effortlessly, you know, healthy eating. When you start putting all of your focus and attention on that, that's when you're going to actually start to see the needle move in ways that you probably can't even imagine yet. So it's really about putting things in their proper order. First things first. So thank you for listening to the podcast today. And remember, soon we're going to be opening the doors to Eat With Balance. So if you want to learn my process for how I help students to 
build their own identity as a naturally healthy eater. Join the waitlist at rashandiates.com slash waitlist, and you'll be first notified as soon as we open the doors. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll catch you on another episode of the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you have gained any value from this episode or from the podcast in general, then I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review on iTunes. It is such a big help. It helps me to reach more people. And if you did gain any insights, I would love to hear your takeaways and how you're implementing these tools over on Instagram, you can follow me at Rashandi Yates and send me a DM and let me know what you are using, what you're taking away from the episode, what your ahas are, things that you're seeing differently. I love having conversations with you over there. And until next time, I'll catch you on an episode on, an, on another episode. Bye.